popular saying goes thus, your network is your net worth. According to Potter Gali, author of Your Network is Your Net Worth, he says, I believe that your social capital or your ability to build a network of authentic personal and professional relationships, not your financial capital, is the most important asset in your portfolio. This simply means that what you need to thrive in your business is not necessarily your financial capital, but your social capital. Welcome to another exciting episode of Business Talks with Clara Apev on the Grind and Podcast. Today we'll be discussing about leveraging social capital in starting and building your business. On today's podcast, we'll be having with us a special guest, Mrs. Zoke Badagri. She's the founder and principal consultant of ABCD Africa. She is a seasoned trainer and author with passion for sustainable business growth. Mrs. Joke Badagri is a trainer with Google Digital Skills Program, as well as the Facebook Boost Your Business Program, where she has trained over 2,000 entrepreneurs. She has been invited to participate in high-level panel discussions, including the 2020 British Council SME Day and Olusegun Obasanjo's Presidential Library Youth Dialogue. She has also trained under She Lead Africa. Today, she'll be sharing with us how she has been able to leverage social capital in building her business. Today on the podcast, we have the amazing founder and principal consultant of ABCD Africa, Mrs. Joke Badagri. Welcome, Mrs. Joke. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much, Clara. It's such an amazing time. And I look forward to engaging with you and sharing my experiences to help any entrepreneur out there that is either starting out or looking to grow their businesses. Super happy to be here today. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so let's go right in. So there's just this thing about people starting businesses and they're saying that they don't have capital. What is the role of uh social capital but let's first start with exactly what abcd africa is all about and what uh, who mrs joke badagri is thank you so much so um like you already mentioned my name is joke badagri i'm a digital marketing consultant i run abcd africa that is a training and consulting organization where we help experts and entrepreneurs grow their businesses online using digital solutions and over the years one thing i've realized is that um, a lot of entrepreneurs have these big ideas in their mind oh we want to grow we want to reach more people online we want to get more sales but there is no real strategy behind what they are looking to do right so that is one of the things that we help entrepreneurs to do we help you get started with a strategy who are you trying to target what are your real goals 
Are they realistic? Are they time-bound? And then based on all of those insights, we formulate a strategy for you to help you achieve your goals. So that's, that's like the summary of what we do at ABCD Africa. Over the years, we've worked with a, a couple of companies in the tech sector, in the lifestyle business, right? But um, the bottom line of this is these are companies that are hungry to grow, right? They are passionate about winning in the marketplace. They are willing to put in the work. And yes, we come in as, as that catalyst to help them achieve their goals. So interesting, so interesting. Like, you know, I'm taking away already. I love ABCD Africa. <laughs> <laughs> so there's such a thing, like a lot of people think about starting up and they think about, you know, capital. So is there, most people have like physical monetary capital or how did you as an individual start up and uh, did you at any point in time in starting up leverage social capital instead of monetary capital? That's a fantastic question because I also get that question a lot, like we want to do a lot of amazing things, but we don't have capital. We're looking for investors, we're looking for funding. But one thing I like to say is that the, the, the number one capital you need is your vision. Wow, so good, so good. It's your, it's your vision. Your vision will drive you to look at alternatives if you find out that you're lacking on one aspect, right? So if my vision is to... I want to get, I want to help 1,000 clients in 2021, but I find out that I don't have enough resources yet. I need funding, right? Yeah. Having that vision drives me to look at, okay, I don't have the funding I need. What else can I leverage on? Wow. wow. Where else can I look at? And then that's where the social capital comes in, right? My dad used to say, my dad used to say something. He says, if you don't have time, you have money. If you don't have money, you will have the right people in your life. That's true. And I, I took that with me. He always says it that no, there's nobody on earth that lacks one of those three things. You either have time, you have money, or you have people in your life. Right, and every one of us has people, people that we know, people that either went to school with, people you grew up with, people in the in the network of your parents, people that you you build, you know, um, social capital with over the years. You have them on your contact on your list. The question is, how can I leverage those contacts, right? Yeah. To achieve the vision, to achieve the goal that I have in my head. Remember, the first place we started from is the vision that you have, That's right? Mm -hmm. So, so if, if your vision tells you that it's now the time to get funding, look at the alternative ways of raising those things that you need in your business. And I'll give an example of myself when we were starting out ABCD Africa. It came after a time where, where I, was, I was in a, in a paid employment, but for some reasons or the other, um, I was literally pushed out of paid employment. <laughs> so it was a case of you either sink or you swim. Mm, being there. Yeah. What, what, do I, what do I do? What do I do at this point? And I, I can, I, I'm sure that a lot of youth entrepreneurs are in this same category today. A lot of people are running businesses because they really need to pay the bills. They need to, you know, keep body and soul together. Yeah. But what I would say at that point is the first thing you want to do is take out the desperation of wanting to make money. Wow. 
that's uh, so true. I, I know it's difficult, right? We live in a country where the rate of inflation is almost 15% right now. Things are going up, bills are piling up. By but the you never get to that point where you have clarity in your business if you're so focused on making money. You first of all need to clarify it in your head. How do I want to help people? Even as a business person, as, a business, as business owners, we are in the business of providing solutions to people's problems. That's true. The moment you're able to shift that mindset and say, how can I help more people with my business? It becomes even easier to leverage on your social capital. Wow. So for wow. Me, wow. At that point, I was online. I, prior to this time, I've been in the finance and I started in the finance space. I worked in a bank. Then I moved to a multinational company okay. where I worked as a financial analyst for some years. Then I moved into the brand space, the branding space. Okay. Right? So coming out of paid employment, the question I was asking myself is, okay, so what next? Right? Yes. Remember what I said earlier about getting out of that desperation mode? Hmm. In that desperation mode, I made terrible investment choices i went into a shoe business where i committed money to people that i i didn't really know till today there is no shoe there's no money nothing so like millions of naira literally went down the drain because i was in that headspace oh my god i need to make money now wow so after i'd gone through that experience i was forced to like slow down and say okay jacket now that you have gone on all these wild good chases wild goose chases how about we settle down now and say, what exactly can you do with your skills? Where can you apply your skills? And then, for some reason, digital marketing came up. I saw a training online by Google. And I was like, let me try this out. Let me go for this training. In fact, if, if, if another friend had recommended it in the past, but I just overlooked it. Wow. And I was like, hey, there's nothing wrong. It's, the, the training was being sponsored by British Council, right? So. Okay. I went for the training and yes, after the training, I got my first set of clients from that training, social capital. Wow. Right. So the first thing I want to mention out here to entrepreneur is as you're starting out your businesses or as you're looking to grow, one of your biggest job as the CEO, as the founder is creating the right network, getting into the wow. right network. Right, because at the, at the point of starting out, nobody knows you. They don't trust you yet. You don't have social proof. So the first thing you want to do is to get into the right network. So attending that training that was sponsored by British Council brought me into a network of people that had the problem that I could solve with digital yeah. marketing. Mm -hmm. So I got my first set of clients through that. Another... Um, another opportunity for training came up. Now, this one was by Google itself. Google was organizing an advanced lab training for digital marketers in Nigeria. Okay. I saw that too. Now, I could have said, oh, I already have experience in this thing. I know about this. But again, remember, social capital, I am very big, like very, very intentional <laughs> about building social capital. Like, your network is your network, especially wow. in business. Nigeria you cannot you cannot escape it you have to constantly be building social capital so I went for that training and then luckily at the end of the training Google brought in some companies that needed the services of digital marketers 
Okay. Guess what? I got one of my biggest clients from that training. Wow. And we still consult for them even till this day. Opened up a flood of doors. Of course, we delivered amazingly well on that project. They referred us to other people, and business literally took a turn. Wow! <laughs> From that, right? So it's it's so important. It's so key as an entrepreneur. If you don't take out anything from this podcast, please remember this: you must be actively growing your network. Now, another thing that people make a mistake on is they think of social capital as what can I get from others? How can you yeah. help me? It doesn't work that way. It's a two-way thing. The way you're expecting them to help you or to give you value is the same way you must also be willing <laughs> to give value to others, wow. right? So it's, it's so imagine if I, I had this concept somewhere. It's called emotional bank account. I think we can. I emotional bank account. I'm just hearing it for the first time. Right. So the the person called it Eba, and I was like, "What Eba? Who is this Eba here?" Eba, it is okay. bank account. So let's call this all social bank accounts, right? Okay. So you imagine you have a bank account and you keep withdrawing from it. One day it will go to it will turn to zero balance, and you would have nothing to draw from it. Mm. That's the same way social capital works. If you're always give me give me give me from people at some point that account is going to go to zero That's you need to deposit for you to be able to draw from it so look at your network look at the people that surround you don't just go to somebody and say hey help me with this help me with that uh, come and invest in my in my company come and do this for me what value have you added to that person hmm. what value have you added to that person that would make it, they would not even think of it twice, right? They wouldn't even think of, they'll be like, oh my God, this person has been helpful. Wow. How can I also be helpful in return to this person? So it is very, very key. And I also saw something somewhere about the law of reciprocity. When you do good to others, they are almost indebted towards you. They want to do good back to you. That's they want to do good back to you. So as an entrepreneur, you're starting out, you're looking to grow your business, think of ways to add values to others. And it doesn't have to do with giving them money. It could be as good as you see an article somewhere and you send it to somebody and say, hey, I think um, this could be helpful to you. Ask people, what projects are you working on? How can I be of help? Right? How can I how can I support you in what you're doing? Wow. It could be as simple as let me be your account accountability partner. Right. I can be your sounding board. <laughs> wow. If you need to talk about your project, I'm available. I can give you um insights based on my own expertise. Wow. That is depositing into your social bank account because <laughs> one day when you need to draw from it, they would willingly or they would not hesitate to give you help because you've also invested in that social bank account. It is very, very key. Another way you can be of value, right, to people is connect them to other people. So if I if you tell me, if Clara tells me, oh, I'm working on this on this project, and I say, oh, I actually know somebody that could be of help. Let me connect both of you. And it just goes on and on. You create that chain link of being the connector people recognize you as if you need if you're if you're working on a project or something and you need to reach out to somebody clara can actually connect you 
Hmm. She would be very willing to do that. No money is involved. Your time is not involved, really. But you're depositing because one day you also want to draw out. Yes, you will use a bank account, right? So yeah. it's very important. Social capital is key. Every entrepreneur needs to um, build their network. It's so key. And another thing to note is this can be a bit tough for introverts. Okay. <laughs> so I am in the middle of the spectrum. I'm, I'm what they call ambiverts. Okay. I, I can be introverted and I can be extroverted. Wow. Right? So sometimes as introverts, it's very easy to want to draw, withdraw into your shell. Like, mm-hmm. let me just do my work. And yes. But if you're looking to build a business, it doesn't work that way because you're not, an, you're not, a, you're not in the silo. You need people. That's true. So true. You need people, right? So it is important for you as introverts. One thing that, that really works is you can actually build your network online. Maybe going to conferences or going to seminars or maybe people drain you. There are people like that. Like when you're exposed to too much um, people, it drains your energy. One way you can actually build your network is going online linkedin is a powerful place to build your network okay it's a powerful place if you're not the type of person that maybe interacts with people easily physically go on linkedin connect with people there are people that are ready to give you ideas to inspire you to help you move your business forward but you need to take that step first you need mm-hmm. to take that step first because so your social capital is very very key so good like i learned so much i was just here jotting throughout i was you know i was blown away by all of this but at this point i would like to like um i'm, I'm sure someone out there is thinking in the person's mind we are talking about social capital building your network social bank account really but uh, the person is finding it hard to like go for certain seminars or events or the person goes for such events but doesn't know how to really um because it's one thing to actually get into those events or get into those circle where you meet people that are going to be instrumental in your business growth or instrumental in growth in general but it's another thing to be able to interact with them Mm -hmm. right so some people say okay i find it hard to come to approach people either online or physically. I don't know the right words to say. I don't know how to just network even online. So what would you say to those kind of people? Okay, so that's a very, that's a great question because it's a valid, it's a big thing that a lot of people struggle with, mm-hmm. right? Somebody said that as we grow older, it's difficult to make new friends. That's true. I completely agree because all of us have this, I don't want to call it a mask that we put on mm-hmm. and then we're like, oh my God, I don't want to talk to that person. But as a human <laughs> as you are, <laughs> as human as you are, right? They, mm-hmm. they still go to the toilet to poo every day, <laughs> except they are suffering from constipation. So uh, every one of us, are, we're all humans, right? So let's, so let's take down that, that guard or that mask first. So what I always like to say is, Go from a perspective of, I want to offer value. Wow. Wow. Uh, what, what project are you working on? Hmm. Like, what is the next big project for you? Hmm. That question literally opens up a conversation that is not hmm. about you, but about them. Yes. And 
me, all of us like to talk about ourselves. That's true. So true. Especially if we feel that this person is willing to listen. Mm, that's true. About what they are working on, what is the exciting project they are working on. And then in the middle of that conversation, you can start to think of ways to to help them or to be of value to them. So if somebody says, I'm working on an app for for learning, maybe for to teach children how to how to do robotics or stuff like that. If you see any article, any news somewhere, send it to them on WhatsApp and say, Hey, I thought this could be helpful to your project. Wow. If you if you see or if you see any grant or any scholarship or any competition that has to do with the project they are working on, send it to them. You're already building their relationship. So you see it's not it's not difficult. You're not trying to force it. You're coming from a place of you've told Absolutely. you who you're working on. Mm-hmm. Now I want to be of value to you. I want to be of help to you. Wow. And people can't turn down people that are of value to them. Exactly. Really. Exactly. So even if you're not asking me for anything, if if I meet somebody like that and I tell you, oh, I'm trying to, oh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get Apple, for example, to be my next big client. Mm-hmm. And, and you see articles online that has to do with that, or you just send me things like, you can see what Apple is doing. Look at their new marketing campaign. I think it can be of help when you're writing a proposal to them. Mm. Right, so come from a place of value, and it literally takes away all of those awkwardness. It takes away all of those um, those um, shy feeling that we get when we're trying to network with people. So whether online, offline, ask them about what they are working on. What are they passionate about? When they are not working, what do they do? Those are, uh, how do I call this now, icebreakers. Wow. To get to network with people. Oh, and that's... Those would definitely break the ice because honestly, as as you were saying all of those things, they were just resonating very well with me that once you come from a place of offering value, then it's it's very difficult for you to be turned down by another person because everyone wants a person of value, especially a person of value who is offering value to maybe a problem that you're currently facing. Oh, thank you so much, Mrs. Joke Badabi. You actually broke all the ta- all the legs of the table today on the social capital, <laughs> leveraging social capital. Definitely learned a lot. Some of the things I learned were set desperation aside, discover what value your business can give, and then be deliberate about building your social capital. Make sure to deliver as promised you know, based on your story and then um, actively grow, like be deliberate about growing your social network. Um, Social capital is a two-way thing, deposit and also seek to withdraw eventually. And then we talked about the emotional, the, okay, the emotional bank account was an example for the social bank account we came up with on the podcast. And then we talked about law of reciprocity, connect them with other people, and then build your social network. If you're an introvert, you can leverage on um, using LinkedIn or just come from, really come from a place of value and that opens up conversations with people that you want to eventually be within your network because your network is your net worth. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Absolute <laughs> pleasure <laughs> conversing here with you today. So if you want to say like one last word for people listening, 
what would that be? You know, few words just to close up the podcast. Yeah, so what would I say? The last word, I would say that you already know enough. Wow. What you need to what you need to move to your next level in business, you already know. Hmm. The question is, are you gonna take the right action? Hmm. Are you gonna take the step? Are you gonna execute on what you already know to get to the next level? So go from gathering knowledge and graduate to doing. Hmm. Do. Every day I wake up and I say, Jackie, what are you gonna do today to move you forward? You already know enough. Everything you know, you need to move forward is already in you. It's already in your brain. Apply the ones you already know, and you will figure out the remaining one as you act, as you move. So make a commitment to yourself today that today I will start doing. I will start doing. I am capable. I'm good enough already. I will start doing. Wow. 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 So good. So thank you very much for listening to this week's podcast. You can join us next week. Same you know, on Saturday, as we talk about another exciting topic on the Grand and Podcast. Thank you.